means we can all listen to the sunny side of sports. Great show, bro. This is sunny side of sports. Right here on the Voice of America. Voice of America. Sporty greetings to all our Voice of America listeners. This is VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. Welcome to the November 1st edition of the sunny side of sports. Thanks to my friend and VOA colleague, Action Jackson Vungani, who hosted the past two Sunny Side of Sports shows on October 28th and on October 31st. For those keeping score, I traveled on October 28th to Cleveland, Ohio, where I attended the wedding of Dan Friedel, who has made sporty contributions to the show in recent years. And we wish the newlyweds, Dan and Cecile, many years of happiness together. Well, we're now 19 days away to the kickoff of the FIFA World Cup football tournament in Qatar. The Black Stars of Ghana will be making their fourth World Cup appearance. The Black Stars made their World Cup debut in 2006 in Germany where they reached the round of 16. The Black Stars had their best World Cup showing at South Africa 2010, where they advanced to the quarterfinals. The Ghanaian team was eliminated after the group stage at the 2014 World Cup in Brazil. Ghana did not qualify for the 2018 World Cup in Russia. For the 2022 World Cup in Qatar, The Black Stars are led by head coach Otto Addo, who played for Ghana at the 2006 World Cup in Germany. And as Yawafusu Larbi tells us, Coach Addo has strong ties to Germany. Sporty greetings, Yao. Sporty greetings, Sonny. Otto Addo is one of the few players of Ghanaian descent whose playing career started and ended in Germany, a career that took him from Hamburg to Hanover, through to Mainz and to Dortmund, a career that began in 1992 and ended in 2008. As a young footballer in Germany, Ado says he had to deal with racism, but it was an aspect of the period of growing up that gave him the strength to go on and have a good career. I think for me personally, looking back, it was um, because when I grew up, um, obviously there was a lot of racism also uh, confronting me so for me it was always um, about reacting to this or concentrating on my career um, because I knew that if I would have reacted to it I would have gotten maybe in early years red cards or whatsoever and I wouldn't have got so far so it was a big decision and uh, but I didn't have the position to, to speak up or do something against it and uh, yeah, it's good to see that now things have changed a little bit. It's still there, but um, at least you can speak up. You can. There are a lot of um, yeah federation um, and organizations going against that and helping uh, it to, to to fight against it. So that's good. These days, Ado spends time working for Borussia Dortmund while handling Ghana's senior men's national team, the Black Stars. He was the mastermind behind Ghana's qualification to this year's World Cup in Qatar. And it's already limbering up for the tournament. Yeah, I think um, we have to be realistic. It's not going to be easy. Um, we qualified that uh, also yeah, surely make us, uh, made us very, very happy. 
and now we're working towards to yeah to survive the group stage. I think um, if we once we have done that, and this is what we're working on, then we don't know anything can happen. And individually, they are very very good. Um, so I think uh, the test we had against Brazil um, was very very good for us to to show yeah on which level Portugal will also face us. And um, yeah, for us it's it's good to prepare well. To, to yeah, notify their strength and then to have solution against it. Yeah, we have to find a solution. We have to train solutions against their squad. We know how normally they will come. We will still analyze and monitor them and hopefully we'll have then the right solution to, to play against them. And surely I can't talk in public about what we're going to do, especially. But um, I know that we will be good prepared and... Uh, um, we will find the right solutions to, yeah, to fret them as well. Ghana has been drawn in Group H with Portugal, Uruguay and South Korea. It would take a great deal for the Black Stars to qualify from the group. Ghana played Portugal and Uruguay in 2014 and 2010 respectively and lost. They will be hoping to get one over them both at this year's World Cup. Ado admits though that it would not be an easy task. I know that we can beat every team in the world, this, this one is for sure, and um, everybody knows that at the World Cup it will not come like, like maybe the whole world expects things to be. Um, I think also the first games of us, but also of our opponents, will be very, very decisive on how to go on the second one. Um, because surely you will go different into a match if you need points than or if, let's say, the opponent has lost, then maybe uh, 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 if you have already three points or one point, it's a big, big difference. So um, the first match is very, very decisive, and um, from there we can, we can, yeah, we can know more actually to go on the sec- how we go on the second match. First of all, um, we want to play our style of play, and I think Ghanaians in the past, um, Ghanaian teams always played good football and this is also what we want um, and we had previous tournaments where we yeah I think showed that Ghana has good footballers and this is also what we want this comes surely also with victories and um, yeah I think this is the, the first thing we want and if we can survive this group stage what I said which is going to be very very tough then from there anything is possible Otuado's record since taking over the Ghana job has not been great. In the period, he has lost to Brazil and Japan and has failed to win against sides like the Central African Republic. It has gotten many fans worried and the faith in him has dwindled in large parts. Whether or not he gets the belief back will rely on what he does at this year's World Cup. For the sunny side of sports, this is Yao Fusilabi in Accra. Thanks, Yao. Action resumes later Tuesday evening in the UEFA Champions League, widely regarded as the world's premier club football competition. The top African scorers so far are Egyptian striker Mohamed Salah of Liverpool, who has a league-leading six goals. Another Mohamed, the Ghanaian Mohamed Kudus, who has three goals for Ajax, and Senegalese star Sadio Mane, who also has three goals for Bayern Munich. In an interview with Iron Mike Mbonye, the chief football writer at ACLSports.com, 
Fisayo Dairo said Mane and Salah both scored goals last week in the UEFA Champions League. It has now become an habitual norm for these two top African talents, Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah, to get on the score sheets in the UEFA Champions League. The rivalry between these two guys is gradually metamorphosing into Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo for the past one decade or so. So for their respective clubs, they did the business, they secured away wins respectively on a round of matches which saw 12 out of the 16 teams that were going to progress to the round of 16, finalize their positions. So in the final round of group stage games, four more teams will join the big guns that already have their positions firmly placed in the round of 16, the likes of Bayern Munich, of Mane, Liverpool, of Mohamed Salah, Manchester City, Chelsea, Real Madrid, and so on and so forth. So having these two guys calling consistently uh, just shows um, how Africa continues to contribute to the best of football that we see in the European continent. Aside Mohamed Salah of Liverpool and Sadio Mane of Bayern Munich, do you know if other African players hit targets for their clubs in the UEFA organized leagues? Yes, aside Mane and Salah, three more African stars hit the back of the net. Um, during the last midweek in Europe. And um, Yusuf Nesri, the Moroccan striker, who will also be hoping to do well at the World Cup, um, scored for his side Sevilla as they recorded their first win in the UEFA Champions League this season. It put them in pole position to get the Europa League slot in their group. And Nesri scored in the 3-0 win over Copenhagen of Denmark at the Ramon Sanchez Picon Stadium in Spain. And in France, where the likes of Lionel Messi, Neymar, Mbappe ran riot for Paris Saint-Germain against Israeli side Maccabi Haifa, it was a Senegalese defender, Abdullah Isek, who scored both goals, surprisingly, for the Israeli team in that 7-2 loss to the big guns, PSG. And uh, later on Wednesday, another African got on target for Bayern Munich aside Sadio Mane in that famous 3-0 win away to Barcelona. And he is Eric Maxim Chupomuting, the Cameroonian striker. And he will also be open to do business at the forthcoming FIFA World Cup in Qatar. Africans will always get on the score sheet. Africans will always portray themselves in the best possible manner in European football to show that the, the continent is truly where the abundance of talents belong to. Fisayo, do you think Sadio Mane's form will be a boost for the Teranga Lions of Senegal at the World Cup? Absolutely. There is no single doubt about that. One of the reasons Sadio Mane left Liverpool for Bayern Munich is to have the feel of being one of the most important players in the team. He's the most important for Senegal. But in Liverpool, Mohamed Salah seemed to be the most important. But since he has gone to Bayern Munich, he has that feel of a very important player and he's delivering. No doubt about the fact that it's the Taranga Lions of Senegal that will profit from it. They have been placed alongside the host nation, Qatar, Ecuador, and they have their very first FIFA World Cup game in 2022 against the Netherlands, a very difficult proposition. So having money in that best of form of his at the moment will surely rub off positively on the African champions. Mane is expected to carry along all the other 
top Senegalese stars spread across the European continent from their captain Khalidou Koulibaly of Chelsea and to the midfielders the likes of Idrissa Ganagay of Everton and also to the attackers Mambadieng of Marseille and all others. Yes, you expect that they will be delighted that their marquee player Sadio Mane is having the best time of his life back in Germany and from, of course African, the African continent we also be hoping that it helps the Senegalese to perform and do remarkably well for us in Qatar. That's Fisayo Dairo, the chief football writer at ACLSports.com. And Fisayo spoke with Iron Mike Mbonye on the telephone from Port Harcourt, Nigeria. Sporty greetings. This is Fisayo Dairo. Chief Football Writer at ACLSports.com and you are listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. Follow the sunny side of sports on Facebook and Twitter. My Facebook address is facebook.com forward slash VOA Sunny. And my Twitter handle is at VOA Sunny Sports. Let's give a sunny side of sports birthday salute to South African golf star Gary Player. Gary Player is celebrating his 87th birthday on this Tuesday. He's widely regarded as one of the greatest golfers of all time. He's also a renowned golf course architect with more than 400 design projects on five continents throughout the world. Nicknamed the Black Knight, Gary Player has also authored or co-written 36 books on golf instruction, design, philosophy, motivation, and fitness. Happy 87th birthday to South African golf star, Gary Player. I'm VOA's Sunny Young in Washington, and you're listening to the sunny side of sports on The Voice of America. On the next Straight Talk Africa, we'll take a look at the crucial midterm elections in the United States. It's coming up on November 8th. Will there be a power shift in Congress? Join me, Heidi Adams, for an in-depth discussion about what is at stake in the U.S. midterms on Straight Talk Africa this Wednesday at 18.30 UTC. 
Game three of Major League Baseball's World Series is scheduled for later Tuesday night between the Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros. The best of seven championship series is tied at one game apiece. Now, game three was originally scheduled for Monday, but it was rained out, as we hear now from the AP's Michael Luongo. Mother Nature had other ideas when it came to the fall classic. A steady ban of showers forced postponement of Game 3 of the World Series between the Houston Astros and the Philadelphia Phillies. With the rain out, a change in the rotation for the Phils, as manager Rob Thompson will now go with Ranger Suarez with a rescheduled Game 3. Aaron Nola takes the hill in Game 4 on Wednesday with Noah Syndergaard or Kyle Gibson, the Game 5 starter, on Thursday. Michael Luongo, Philadelphia. Thanks, Michael. Commenting on Monday's rainout, Phillies manager Rob Thompson says players want the game played in the best of conditions. The biggest thing is that they want to play in dry conditions. They really do. I mean, they'll play in the wet. They don't. They don't care. But uh, I think everybody rather just play in dry conditions. We know we're going to get it in. It's going to be fair for everybody, and, and we we'll go get, go get it. That's Philadelphia Phillies manager Rob Thompson. Philadelphia sports fans have a lot to cheer about right now. The city's professional basketball team, the 76ers, won last night right here in Washington. The AP's Craig Heist reports. James Harden had 23 points while dishing out 17 assists as the 76ers won their third straight, beating the Wizards 118-111. Tyrese Maxey led six in double figures with 28 points. Tied at 52 at halftime, the Sixers took control, outscoring the Wizards 34-21 in the third quarter. Head coach Doc Rivers said that was the key. When you can come out and stretch a game in the third quarter, uh, it, it changes it changes the dynamic of the game. Uh, I would love us to be that type of team. Kristaps Porzingis led the Wizards with 32, while Bradley Beal added 20. Craig Heist, Washington. Thanks, Craig. Speaking after Philadelphia's victory Monday night, 76ers star James Harden says he wants to be aggressive and help his team win. Keep pushing, keep trying to make my teammates better, keep doing, trying to make the right play, and you know, good and good things happen. You know, you give everybody confidence. Just f- trying to find ways to, you know, continuously help my teammates, uh, you know, make the game easier for them. Philadelphia 76ers basketball star James Harden. The AP's Chuck Freeman joins us now with more results in the NBA from Monday night. The L.A. Clippers beat Houston 95-93. Toronto knocked off Atlanta 139-109. Sacramento defeated Charlotte 115-108. The Milwaukee Bucks are the only unbeaten NBA team at 6-0. They defeated Detroit 110-108. Drew Holiday hit a tie-breaking three with 45 seconds left. A relief to coach Mike Budenholzer. Um, It felt like, you know, we couldn't get one to fall. And, uh... You know, still had had enough to hang on. Um, those, you know, Detroit, young, well coached. They keep coming. Kevin Durant had 36. Brooklyn knocks off Indiana 116-109. Laurie Marketing had 31 in Utah's 121-105 win over Memphis. Chuck Freeman. Sporty greetings. This is Masai Ujiri, the president of Toronto Raptors Basketball, president of Giants of Africa Foundation. You are listening to the sunny side of sports on the Voice of America. Hi, this is Larry London, the host of VOA's Border Crossings, where we feature music and interviews along with your favorite artists from around the world. Tune 
in and interact live with us here in Washington, D.C. Hello, Shireen. Hello, Larry. How Good. How are you tonight? Border Crossings comes to you Monday through Friday at 1500 UTC GMT. Thanks, Larry. That's Larry London, a man who's always ready to cross musical borders. This is the voice of America. Washington, D.C. Sporty Grayson, this is Victor Simeon, Super Eagles of Nigeria and Napoli FC Forward. You're listening to the sunny side of thoughts on The Voice of America. Victor Osimhen netted his first Serie A hat trick for Napoli over the weekend. And for that, we give Victor an official sunny side of sports salute. That's right. The Nigerian international continued his excellent goal scoring form as Napoli cruised to a 4-0 win over Sassuolo in Italy's Serie A. The 23-year-old Osiman scored twice in the first 19 minutes, and then he completed his hat trick 13 minutes from time. Osiman now has a league-high seven goals in Serie A. That actually gives him a share of first place in Italy's golden boot race with the Austrian, Marco Onatovic. And we salute Victor Osiman. He's quoted as saying, that was my first professional hat trick, so I'm really excited about it. And Victor continues, it's been a great return after a few challenges at the start of the season, and hopefully I can continue this form. Well, I know Napoli is hoping Victor Oseman can continue that goal scoring form in Liverpool this evening. That's right. Napoli are back in action later Tuesday evening when they travel to Liverpool in their final Champions League Group A match. Both teams are already assured of a place in the last 16. Ahead of the match, Liverpool's German manager, Jurgen Klopp, said based on current form, Napoli has a good chance of going to the Champions League final in June of 2023. Joining us now with more details is VOA's Gwen Uten. Sporty greetings, Gwen. Sporty greetings, Sonny. Last season, Liverpool just missed out on lifting the Premier League trophy, finishing just one point behind reigning champions Manchester City. And this season, Liverpool were expected to be Man City's closest challenger for the title. But with numerous injuries, a faltering midfield, and surprise defeats, Liverpool have dropped to ninth place in Premier League standings, 15 points below the top spot. Man City, meanwhile, are currently second in the league. Liverpool suffered their latest shock defeat on Saturday when they fell 2-1 to Leeds United at Anfield and snapped an impressive 81-game winning streak at home. The Reds have fared better in the Champions League, where they've qualified for the knockout stages. The squad is hoping for some redemption in front of the home crowd as they prepare 
to host Napoli on Tuesday. And on the eve of that match, Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp said any talk of the club's downfall is premature. So we are obviously all out there and we, and we do the job in public and um, I think the judgment for this is, will be later on in the season, let me say, in the or maybe at the end of the season, um, where I say, OK, that's obviously now, that's it for this group of players, whatever, for, the, for this manager, if you want, whatever question will be asked then. Um, but um, in a moment, it's not 100% fair to judge this, the team, because that means the squad, obviously, because we never had them available. We miss, um, especially now up front, um, uh, uh, top quality, which is not helpful. It doesn't mean they are not top quality. They have that, but it's you, you with the amount of games you have, you, you usually will, would make changes. We can't do that. Liverpool are in second place in Group A of the Champions League and can only reach the top spot if they defeat leaders Napoli by at least four goals. And Jurgen Klopp says with numerous injuries playing a major factor in his squad lineup, he can't afford to take any risks. For sure we, we, we will not take risks, but we cannot. Um, and if you watch football a little bit, international football, then you would probably know or will know that... Um, Napoli's in incredible shape, um, plays incredible football, uh, top of the table in Italy, uh, maybe the team in form in Europe in the moment. So um, this is not a game for a massive rotation, probably, um, because it's not about the, 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 the <laughs> that, we, that we have to win 4-0 or whatever to, to go top of the group. Um, we want to win the game, obviously, that's clear. Um, but the result in the moment is not is not is not really important. So we, I have to make the the lineup later today, um, maybe tomorrow morning. Uh, we'll see, and then um, we go from there. Napoli are on a current hot streak at the top of Serie A. The Italian side arrive at Anfield fresh off a 4-0 Serie A victory over Sassuolo and are unbeaten across 17 games to date. They sit three points ahead of Liverpool in the Champions League. And while there's still a slim chance Liverpool could finish ahead of Napoli in Group A, Jurgen Klopp admits his upcoming opponents have what it takes to reach the Champions League final. I think if they can play like they play in the moment, they have a good chance to go to the final. That's how it is. How I said, um, I think Napoli is in the moment the team in form in Europe. That's how it is. They do really well. Uh, did they copy our style? Of course not. Um, uh, Spalletti is a very, very experienced um, coach. Was all over the world, working everywhere pretty much. And it looks like now, really, it um, all his experience, he, he, with all the experience and a few really good signings and good decisions, he brought a group together um, which um, works on an exceptional high level together. It's, it looks really good, to be honest. But they defend differently to what we ever did. It's more man-marking, man-orientated. But from there, yes, high energetic football, definitely. Everybody involved in pretty much everything, defend together, attack together. Yeah, I'm not sure they copied us, um, but it's uh, something we like to see as well. That's true.
Liverpool conclude their Champions League campaign in Group A that includes Ajax in third place and Rangers, who hope to seal their first group stage win on Tuesday. Meanwhile, Premier League team Tottenham Hotspur are set to play one of the biggest Champions League games of the final round. They will face Marseille on Tuesday, but without manager Antonio Conte. Conte was suspended for one UEFA game during their last Group D match against Sporting. Only two points separate first-place Tottenham and fourth-place Marseille in Group D, the tightest group in the Champions League this season. The group also includes Sporting and Eintracht Frankfurt, with all four teams still in contention for the knockout stage. And that is all from me, Sonny. Back over to you. Thanks, Gwen. That's my VOA colleague, Gwen Uden. And while Tottenham will not have manager Antonio Conte in Marseille this evening, the Spurs will have Harry Kane. Kane, currently the second leading scorer in the English Premier League with 10 goals. The runaway leader, however, is the tall Norwegian Erling Holland of Man City. 17 goals. What a season for Erling Holland in Manchester. And that wraps up the November 1st edition of the show. I get it. Thank you for tuning in. I'm VOA's Sonny Young in Washington. And that's the sunny side of sports.